What's going on, everyone? My name is Justin Fensterman, along with Adam Ronis, and this is another edition of the Andy Up Podcast on the Sawdust Podcast Network. Ronis, what's going on, man? How are things? Good, man. Uh, very good day of baseball to open the playoffs, even though the Yankees won, so that ruined it. But uh, good first day, and now we get the NBA Finals kicking off Wednesday night. Looking forward to it. I'm glad we got through this whole bubble. It looked like there were a couple of roadblocks along the way, <laughs> uh, but NBA did a good job and crisis averted, and we will get two teams battling for the title. Yes, we will, Ronis, and I'm sure you're happy to be hanging with me tonight as well, because now we get to talk about this series together. The Miami Heat, man, what a run for them. Going through teams like Milwaukee, taking out Boston. You did not think that this team, before stoppage happened, when the pandemic first hit us back in March, you didn't think that this team was finals bound, did you? No, I always liked them throughout the year. They were a team that I actually bet on quite a bit, especially at home. Uh, So I I liked what I saw, but everything came together for them in the bubble. And that's the thing. I think this is unique. There's no home court advantage. So I definitely think it played a factor. Uh, But they just have been a mentally tough team. Uh, The clutch points that they're getting in clutch spots has been amazing. I mean, they trailed for a lot of that series against the Celtics, but game on the line, fourth quarter, they just came through. They were mentally tough, physically tough, hit big shots, and they have good depth. So they got through the Pacers easily, which I expected. Uh, the Bucks definitely was a surprise, uh, but they were the better team. I mean, you just watched it, and they believed. And same thing against Boston. I mean, Boston did play well for a lot of this series but it was just critical spots that they turned the ball over and just dumb turnovers but the heat were the cause of that and the heat were very smart uh they didn't turn it over uh and it's just a a very good all-around team you know they have good depth they got guys who could shoot they have you know some guys who have some experience uh in the playoffs so i think it's going to be a fun series i'll just say this regarding the celtics they relied on too much marcus smart when it came to the offensive end, and that's not where you rely on for offense. I don't care if he's open all day, if he's missing shot after shot. It, he's not one of those fire shooters that'll start knocking four or five in a row. Who is he, Duncan Robinson? He's not. He's there more for defense and to cause chaos in the lane because he's very aggressive. And Ronas, I think they relied on, on him for offense too much. And I always viewed any three that Marcus Smart hit as almost a bonus because I was expecting tough and tenaciousness, which he gives, and driving to the basket. But most importantly, that awesome perimeter defense. Well, I don't know if it was they relied on Marcus Smart or he took it upon himself and took bad shots because there was a lot of shots early in the shot clock and you know, he cannot be taking more threes and more shots than Jalen Brown. Right. Uh, it can't happen. And even Kemba Walker. So uh, I think that was the problem for them. And then their zone, the heat zone, gave them problems at times. They started to solve it a little bit late. Let's talk about this Miami Heat team. Because they figured out their rotation. And this is something, Ronis, that you said on Alarm After Hours on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. That this team is just a puzzle. And that's what it is. It's the Webster Dictionary definition of a puzzle. It's not a super team. It's got growing guys, budding stars. It's got established guys. It's a perfect combination. And that's what's able 
to get them to this point. And yes, it helped that Giannis got hurt, but the Heat were doing well against Giannis anyway, not only during the series, but also throughout the year too. He didn't get hurt till game four, right? Right. And they were up 3-0. It was like game game three, I believe. Oh yeah, well, they were in control. Regardless, they they had the Bucs controlled. They did. Yeah, and they they did a good job against them in the regular season as well. So I, I don't buy that at all. Uh, Giannis had an opportunity in the first few games and uh, wasn't able to lead his team to victory. But so, you know that's what all the Bucks fans are still saying, and that's what these NBA fans are saying when trying I, to make the heat of flu. I've heard people say that. That, oh, well, Giannis got hurt. They don't know anything if they're saying that. The Heat yeah. had that series controlled. No, they did. It, it was clear. Even Listen, though they were never, even though they couldn't get favored till game, uh, was it four? At least they were favored one game in that series. They weren't against Boston. We'll, we'll see what happens if they go they, up They won't 3-0. be favored in this series either. No, even if they go up 3-0 against their opponent here, they were in first place in the Western Conference when the postseason began. The Los Angeles Lakers took care of the Denver Nuggets. And I remember, I think it was a few podcasts ago, Rodas, where I made the statement that I think Bam Adebayo is the premier center in the NBA. And I asked you, who is better than Bam? When it comes to all the talents and what he brings to his team. And one of the players that you said, Ronis, was Nikola Jokic. Well, the Anthony Davis-led Lakers there in that regard took care of that. Now going up against Bam. This is going to be a very tough challenge for Bam. He's got a lot of ground to cover. And the biggest thing for Bam Adebayo, Ronis, no stupid fouling. That's what it is, man. And if he has to start playing soft, make him shoot to begin with, rather than attack... That's what he has to do, man. This guy can't foul out. No, he can't. And the thing with Davis, too, is he's good in the mid-range, too. Uh, so, you know, he's not going to always hit those shots. And you probably want him to take those shots if you're the Heat instead of getting inside. I'd rather him inside. take a partially contested shot than get the ball right, in the low post. Inside. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, he can hit those shots. So, True. you know, if he does hit those shots, then... Uh, they're definitely in trouble, and you know if they do go to the zone, uh, we can, we'll see the big men inside figure that out. Uh, LeBron's not going to be confused by a zone. He's seen a lot of defenses over the years. So, look, it's uh, LeBron and Davis are the two best players on the floor. But then after that, the next seven might be Miami Heat. I agree with that uh, completely. Yeah. So, but the Lakers have been able to do enough with these two guys, and it's a matter of. You know, do they get enough from a Caldwell Pope on one night? Danny Green hasn't looked great. Uh, you know, R- Rondo at times looks good. Dwight Howard had a couple nice games against Denver, got under their skin. Uh, Markeith Morris. So remember you know, Kyle they, Kuzma? Oh, who's that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who know, you know, they, they're probably going to need something from him in this series. Uh, but that's the thing is they just get different of the, those role players. They don't have that third star. They don't, I don't have even Avery know, Bradley. I don't even know who's the third best player on this team. I don't <laughs> even, for real, like we can debate it, right? I mean, it's not clear cut. A lot of times you you know, but on that team, I don't even know who it would be. I think the third option's Rondo. Not even third option, but third best player on the team. I, I guess. I mean, I guess KCP then because he brings the defense. Well, and he plays a lot of minutes, and he's always scoring around ten to thirteen points, and you know he was hitting two two to three threes per game in the Denver series. So, uh, but Dwight Howard did play well against Denver. 
I, I'm trying to think of the best way to do this, Ronis, because when it comes to guarding Anthony Davis, you have to put Bam on him, right? You can't start by trying to put maybe a combination of a Jay Crowder, Iguodala type of deal and just double him and leave someone else open to shoot since we talked about how this Lakers team, when it comes to their depth outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron, can't really fully rely so you could leave someone open there and have those two try to beat up on Davis for a bit. So it spells Bam. You put Bam on the center, so I guess it would be at this point Dwight Howard. That way, maybe it keeps him away from the action and fouling him for at least the early going. And you get to beat up on Anthony Davis a little bit with two players that you could afford to have foul out if they do or afford to get into foul trouble early rather than Bam. Yeah, plus they'll probably mix in his own too as right. well as we've seen them do. So, uh, yeah, they need Bam on the floor. Look, it wasn't surprising he had a huge game against Boston, series against the Celtics. They don't have a big man to, to slow him down. So it's going to be Don't diss Daniel Tice like that. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know better than that. Um, in his canter. But, you know, the the Lakers have the size. They can mix it up. I mean, they might even put – they could put LeBron on Bam at times. We saw LeBron on Jamal Murray at, at moments. So uh, they can mix it up. You know, what my, you know what my problem with LeBron being on Bam is? What? Bam is bigger than him, and Bam can ball handle See, really, no, no, I'm really not saying well. they're going to do it all the time. I'm saying they right. can do it. Right. No, you're, you're right. I just don't think it'll be successful. I think Bam will blow by him. I really do. I think Bam's a great ball handler. And he's bigger than LeBron. And that's the thing. And LeBron's going to try to do an acting job. And Bam's going to have to know you're not charging in the lane. You're slow and in control going in the lane. And if LeBron's going to give you this step and hope one of his teammates picks him up, then you can drive. But if he's standing there in the middle of that paint, you're not going in and he's going to draw that charge. So he's got to recognize that if LeBron's going to switch on him. Because he's much bigger than LeBron, but he can match up with him because of those ball handling skills. And that's why I'm going to continue to say to anyone that might be a college basketball coach or an assistant coach or athletic director, anything like that, that might be listening to the Andy Up podcast, why wouldn't you? Howard Bender out of Rotus, yours truly, Justin Fensterman. More centers need to be like Bam Adebayo. Guys who can take the ball up and down the court from baseline to baseline all the way without passing, utilizing their size and their speed, teaching them those point guard skills. That's why I love Bam Adebayo so much, Ronis. Yeah, I think they are, they're going to play uh, some zone, Miami, again. It keeps Adebayo near the basket as well. And um, I think when you're defending the Lakers with the way they shoot, you'd rather have them take jumpers from three-point range than inside. They're going to crush you inside. Yes. Yeah, so... I think you probably will see a lot of zone uh, and we'll see if the Lakers can figure it out. Then they're going to have to to switch. I mean, but, you know, our exposure is a good coach. You know, he knows LeBron James obviously very well. Uh, the Lakers have been, you know, they actually have shot pretty good from the outside in the playoffs. Uh, but can they do it again? Because we know Miami can shoot. We know we'll see if the I, I don't think the spotlight is going to be a factor for these young guys. I mean, they've kind of. Handled it well so far, and I guess it's the bubble. You know, if this game was in L.A. and they had to travel to L.A. and they're outside nighttime activities, could be a little bit different. You know, <laughs> Lakers could send some some chicks over to Duncan Robinson and get them distracted. <laughs> it, would, it would work with me if I was a little bit like, yeah, we know we're on us. Here, send, send them these girls. Yeah, dude, and, and you would still take them? 
You wouldn't reject them? Dude, that's a problem, man. If you're saying that you're in Duncan Robinson's position where your entire career at this point and your entire impact relies on you being able to hit three, four hours at night, bro. I understand that. But if you have a routine and your entire thing is your shooting My routine is to be with girls after the game. That is my routine Routine. throughout the regular season. We're talking about shooting threes, not shooting blanks like you tend to do, okay? That's you, bro. No, that's That's not me at all. Come on, Ronis. You've known me for a long time. You know I'm not shooting blanks. I'm better than Duncan Robinson. I'm a Steve Novak. Just double-check Ronis on that. I don't know how I'm supposed to know that, but no, I would be doing my thing. But they don't have to worry about that. It's the (laughs) bubble. Uh, They don't have to go to L.A., Uh, but – those guys have shot the ball really well. I mean, the Heat have just been amazing uh, with Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. How awesome's Tyler Hero, man? He's like almost like a more controlled white chocolate Jason Williams. He's got the skills. He's agile. He's quick. He's, the way he drives the lane, it's not the same every single time, except the other difference is he's got a rocket of a three-point shot. You see how fast that ball travels to the basket? I'm an NBA nerd, Ronis. I study this stuff. He's so on target, and he doesn't even need a lot of time to set up. He's not a spot-up shooter. Yeah, and he's very smooth and calm, unfazed by the moment. Only 20 years old, which is insane. Uh, so I, you know, I think the the time off really benefited the Heat because their young players, you know, Got more time. You know, they didn't have... And they the got rookie. healthy. Tyler they could have hit the rookie healthy. wall. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they continue, with, they could have hit the rookie wall. They had that time off. They got adjusted to the NBA. I, I think it really helped Miami. Do you think Kendrick Nunn hit the rookie wall late? Or do you think Goran Dragic has just gotten, like, a crazy amount of adrenaline in him? And we're starting to see Goran Dragic from the past, from the Phoenix days, just show up and appear in these playoffs? Yeah, Tragic's just been unbelievable. They saw it, they realized it, and they rolled with him. And it's clearly worked because he's played at an insane level and he's done it consistently. And, you know, he's attacking the rim. He can shoot the three. Yeah, Rondo's Rondo's going to, and Caruso, they're going to have a tough time with him, man. He's moving well. I haven't seen Dragic move well in at least that, like as well as I've seen him move in maybe three years. It's very awesome seeing him move like that. He's yeah, taking I mean, off-balance shots. I'm telling you, this is Phoenix Dragic reincarnated right here. In yeah, the you know, I think Jimmy Butler's mentality has really rubbed off on this team. You know, and I, I think that's been a big factor. Just like I've said to you, I think LeBron James's mentality has infiltrated Anthony Davis. And he kind of said, hey, look, you've been banged up a lot. You got to be tough. You got to play through these injuries. And we've seen it. He just had that terrible fall where he fell on his tailbone and it looked bad and what he missed five games but besides yeah. that he rolled his ankle in game four against Denver he was fine came back played in game five no problem so I think both those guys as leaders you know I think LeBron's mental toughness has definitely seeped into Anthony Davis and I think Jimmy Butler's attitude and toughness uh has been a big factor for the Heat especially with so many young players in that locker room how bad do the Sixers look right now Oh, they've looked bad for years. Like, but but just no. How bad do they look having him get away from them like that? Jimmy yeah, Butler I mean, has really proven because I had a lot him of marked, teams. Minnesota, I had Jimmy Chicago. Butler marked Ronis as a number two guy after what I saw in Minnesota, after what I saw in Philly. This guy cannot lead a team. 
it's been completely proven wrong in my case when since the beginning of the season. He's gelled with this team. And now he's been the number one guy, and he's proven that he can make others around him better. Uh, number one guy, he really hasn't been a big scorer. I mean, leadership, sure, he's been the leader of this team, but he's not put up, like, huge performances here in the playoffs. I mean, he was – he scored the most points he scored against Boston was 24. He had games of 17, 14, 17. LeBron can't do that and his team win. Right. Um, and even against Milwaukee, look at these lines, 17, 17, 13. Now, he had the 30 and the 40. The 40 was in game one against Milwaukee. But I don't think they need him to do that on this team. No, you know, they he don't had, because he brings, he took he's one of the best defenders one, in the league. He had twenty. He took twenty shots in one game in that series against Boston. I mean, he and he's distributed. He's distributed the ball well too. You know, he, he's not a big three point shooter. He's finding the open guys. Uh, he had eight assists in each of the last two games. So he was just finding Hero, finding Duncan Robinson, finding the open shooter. Right, and, and I noticed there were props on Jimmy Butler shooting threes, being in that one and a half area. So very interesting there. Let's he had talk two in the whole series against Boston <laughs> in game in game one, and then he didn't hit one. Look, the rest man, of the if way. you're good at attacking the basket and yeah. working the mid range and the wing, then you, you get just to the free throw it. line, you get to the free throw it. line, or drive and dish out to the open three point shooters, and it, he's done that. It's work. They've he, been a really cohesive unit. He made Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown look bad, both of them. Whoever was on him, wherever on the court, he made them both look bad. Those guys were playing out of their mind, and he brought them down to earth. I know that Brown was a little bit banged up, but when it came to Tatum, wow. Just Tatum really... You, well, you know what you say, need to do with Tatum? What? You, you, you can sit him for the whole first quarter because he does nothing in the first quarter. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Like every game... Right, he but he, so he also fully. had games where he did nothing in the second half. So yeah, but those four we saw really Jason bad. Tatum Ronis come back to earth finally. He was playing out of his mind. We yeah, saw him come back I, to earth, and we saw him have to deal with a little animosity because of it. Because everybody was on Jason Tatum kissing his ass all year, rightfully so. But then we saw him break down a little bit at the end. Yeah, and I, you know, sometimes a young player needs to go through that. Oh, no, they have to go through that because that's yeah, how you rise so. above. You you need to learn how to deal with these terrible moments. I mean, we're not talking football, but someone like a DK Metcalf, he needs to learn from that awful moment of not protecting the football and making sure he was getting into the end zone and the awareness factor. You have to learn from that moment. It is a life and it is a job teaching moment if you are in athletics. Let's talk about game one that will be on 9, 10 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow night. That is Wednesday night. Right now, Ronis, the line looking like we'll go over the series according to DraftKings Sportsbook, but seeing on DK that it is the Lakers minus four and a half with a 217 and a half total. Ronis, do you have a read on this game? Because I'll give you mine first, and that is that I think that this is going to be more of a chess match. I don't think the Heat are going to run right away. I think that LeBron will respond to that. I think it's going to be slower and in control, especially in the first half. I'm not expecting it to be too high scoring in game one. Uh, I'm not sure if I had to lean. I think it could go over. Uh, I think we've seen these both teams kind of push it, play at a fast pace lately. Now it is a new series, but uh, we've seen a lot of high scoring. 
uh, in the last week or so. And I've been taking the overs a ton because I think the number's been too low. Uh, but they've also had you know several days off, uh, time to break down film and adjust. So I don't know. I think we could see uh, some points in this game. A two seventeen and a half is not a not a high number. So I kind of lean towards the over if I'm picking a side. I'm probably staying away. Uh, I I needed once I saw the pace of those series and I saw the numbers in Vegas. I'm like these numbers are too low. And they never adjusted and uh, took the over like four or five days in a row and it, it hit. Yeah, I'm focusing more on player props. I mean, so regarding this game, very uncertain. Lakers minus four and a half right now. According to DraftKings Sportsbook, the Lakers win the series minus 375. The Heat, though, plus 280. you giving the Heat a shot to win this series, being that I think and you think that they win the depth battle when looking at both teams. Yeah, they have a shot. I, I think they definitely can. I mean, plus uh, 280. I mean, those are pretty good odds. I mean, I mean yeah, why, not kinda, throw, why not throw a few bucks down on that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, because I think they can. Uh, a lot's going to depend on them hitting the three-pointers and winning that margin a lot. Um, and it's possible. And the Lakers not shooting it as well. Um, and also the heat, the heat have just been unbelievable with clutch points, man. I mean, it's insane the way they've dominated fourth quarters in this playoffs. And will they be able to do that uh, against the LeBron James led team? I mean, we saw game five, LeBron James was like, no, you guys are not coming back from three, one again. I'm going to make sure this happens. And we haven't really, we haven't seen that a lot. He's been, he defers to Anthony Davis a lot, but he took over that game and he said, nope. We're not. We're, we're we're ending it here. We're not even giving you an opportunity uh, to make history again. LeBron is that type of player. He carries his team on his back, and that's one of the other reasons, by the way, that I'm wondering if Game One they will try to let LeBron work and see what he could do and test the defense, which is why I'm leaning more towards it being a lower scoring first half at least where they're just testing each other out before the running begins. When the running begins, it's going to be an incredible series, though. Before we continue talking about what to expect in the NBA Finals, let's pause to get a word from our sponsors. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest-growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up. And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. So, Ronis, if you're marking it down, at the end of the day, 
You thinking that the Lakers still pull it out, maybe in six or seven games? Or are you going to think that the Miami Heat are going to pull off a huge shocker and be one of the most impressive and underrated teams to win a championship in NBA history? I'm going to go Lakers in seven. Uh, and anytime you go seven, you clearly think the other team has a shot to win. Of course. Uh, and I think the Heat do. So I don't know. Maybe I'll put down a little money on them just in case. I mean, look on DK Sportsbook plus 280. Why not get the odds? And you know, it was worse that it was like, I think it opened at plus 360. Oh my God. Yeah. Because the Lakers were minus 440 the night that uh, Miami clinched. And I was like, damn. So money started to come in on Miami. And that's why the number has moved a little bit. Because I think people said, wow, this is ridiculous. They're that big of an underdog. You know what? I'm going to take that shot. So uh, I'm going to see what it is on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, and while it's, I was going to say while you're seeing that, I was going to say one of the player props I like, by the way, when it comes to the points for game one of the series, Tyler Hero over 15 and a half points. I don't know who they're going to put on him, especially with him and Dragic on the court. And if Duncan Robinson is there, question is who's KCP guarding? That's going to be a tall order for him. I'm thinking that he'll be able to get over 15 points here. Yeah. I mean, the only thing you worry about is first NBA finals game. Is there any pressure? But that would be the only thing. Miami's Dude, plus this two. team has defied pressure, man. You know? Okay. All right. If you, yeah, I don't but think it, this is a normal final setting. That's the only thing. It's not the normal final setting. Right. So, and there's so no I think fans. it works in the Heat's favor in that regard. No, it does. These are home games for the Miami Heat. This is their environment. Right? Why? Because it's in Florida? Yes. (laughs) No, there's no fans. No, Um, there are no fans. The the Heat are plus 260 on FanDuel. Ooh. Why not put some money down on it? I mean, look. Look at what they LeBron James is the NBA Finals MVP favorite at minus 165. Ooh. Man, I'm trying to Anthony Davis is plus 300. Butler's plus 750, Bam plus 900. It's almost like if the Heat are going to win, the finals MVP would have to be Goran Dragic. He's plus 2,000. <laughs> wow. That's not bad, right? Look at what we've seen from him. Yeah. Um, look, it's if the Lakers win, it's LeBron or Anthony Davis. There's no other option. If the Heat win, it's Butler or Dragic. I don't think I think we're gonna be see we're gonna see Bam get limited a little bit. By Anthony Davis. Yeah, but he can do things in other ways. Like, he doesn't have to score. He can rebound. He can assist. True. So, it's possible. He just might not have the score. I mean, scoring I'm, does influence voters, though. So, that's that's the thing. I don't know. I wouldn't touch those. That sucks, by the way, that scoring influences voters. I hate that so much, man. It does. It's, you know. It should be all-encompassing. That's what it See, that's the thing with Miami. There's no clear guy. You can go with three if they win. I mean, sh- maybe Hero, <laughs> right? What if he gets hot and just goes unbelievable? Right. Probably not going to happen, but no. the Lakers, it's clear. Duncan I mean, Robinson, finals next, MVP. Who do, you, who do you think the next guy is for the Lakers for NBA finals MVP? The, uh, they the have to third look guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's terrible. It would probably be, at that point, I would have to say Rondo. Yeah, plus Most 8, experienced. I mean, and, guy. Kuz, and Kuzma plus ten thousand. Oh, dude, get, that would be get the... any money on that, <laughs> dude. Except his family. That would be the biggest shock of all shocks if all of a sudden Kyle Kuzma comes alive. Yeah, no. Doubt they about ruined it. him. This team has ruined Kyle Kuzma. 
He's a banger. He is not a three-point freaking shooter. And I can't stand that. I'm with you, by the way. I'm giving the Lakers the edge. I mean, a lot of those youngsters have that inexperience. But depth really does win. And that's what it's going to be, despite the fact that the Lakers have the top two guys on the floor. The Heat win that depth battle. And they do have the experience. Even though he's not a flashy scorer, Andre Iguodala, Ronas, he's one of the most experienced guys you could ever want on the floor going up against LeBron. Yeah. Uh, the finals, most total assist, LeBron James, minus 440. For the most total assist in the finals. That's insane, bro. I mean, he's going to he's gonna be the guy right. for minus 440. I'm trying to think who else would get it. I guess... Rondo's second, Butler's third. They are going to have Jimmy Butler bringing up the ball a lot. That's going to yeah. be... A, it's going to be a fun series. It's one, one of the things I like about the Heat. They're not, they don't do the same thing every time. Even when it's working. They really vary up the plays and vary up the spotlight because they know and Spo knows that hey just spreading it around it's going to make teams want to spread around defensively and they won't clog up the lane then you start to have guys cutting like when you have Tyler Hero getting the ball he doesn't take a lot of time to put up a shot he's going to have times where he fakes it and throws it inside as someone's cutting that's what you're going to see and it's going to be a two-man team it's going to be a two-man show a lot with the Heat and I love the way they move and especially when they run you talk about Kendrick Nunn and the consideration he's gotten for Rookie of the Year, we've hardly seen Kendrick Nunn. How much of Kendrick Nunn have we seen? Pretty much none, Ronis. Yeah, I mean, they haven't needed him. Exactly. And that just shows right there just how out of his world Goran Dragic has played. Ronis, I think this is going to be a great series. I know the NBA probably wanted Lakers Celtics. I think the Heat deserved it, man. And I am looking forward to seeing LeBron take on his former team. Yeah, and... I don't know. It kind of just felt once the Clippers got eliminated, this was the Lakers championship. And uh, especially with what happened this year with Kobe Bryant, it just kind of feels like they're destined to win. Right. That is the case, as we remember the Mamba himself. But this is a new team, and we'll see if the Lakers can do it as they don't have that depth battle won here. He's Ronas, I'm Betsy. This is Andy up on the Sawdust Podcast Network, and we always dominate on FantasyAlarm.com. Why is that? Because there isn't any other option. We just win. 